Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Official Jets podcast is presented by WinBet. Betting is a team sport. Bet together at WinBet. Eric Allen joined by Jets Edge, Carl Lawson. Carl, following your social media accounts, mm-hmm. oftentimes you post the word, one word, limitless. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? I'm limitless. There's nothing I really can't do. There's nothing, no obstacle I can not overcome. Um, my I'm never going to stop growing. I'm never going to stop getting better. It's I'm I'm limitless. There's no like how good could you be? Uh, who knows? I mean, I'm in the mindset of you know, shooting for <laughs> trying, to, trying to trying to reach the sun until I burn up. You know, that's limitless. Have you always been so driven looking back? I don't think so. I think I said I was, but then again, like each time I've had some type of adversity, I've seen how driven I really can be. So, I mean, I think through a lot of suffering, you know, you understand how driven you really can be. And so now I'm I'm in that mode. It's just like <laughs> whatever life brings, you know. Can you talk about the physical suffering that you've had throughout your football career? Let's just talk about football injuries going back to the days at Armour. Yeah, I've had so many different injuries and just like you kind of ask yourself, why does this happen and what this and that, like, oh, woe is me. And, you know, and, and then, you know, you get people like, oh, well, he's not going to be this and he's not going to be that. And then it's just like, it doesn't matter. It, what what really what really matters is you get another op to go out there and just ball and see what happens. And it doesn't matter what anybody else says. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are for life. As long as you keep fighting and you don't quit, you're going to come out on top. So I think that's uh, that's that's how it's been for my injuries. And each time I'm just like, I, I amaze myself. There's recently, like I think like in the last like two years, I was like, that was probably the first time that I was like, whoa, like, I don't know. But even after that, I just keep, <laughs> I keep impressing myself. I keep impressing myself. So in that moment, mm-hmm. You allow yourself to have self-doubt, and then how quickly do you turn the page? Um, probably. I, I mean, I think recently the the longest one I had was like probably like two or two two or three days, and it and it, it lingered for like a long time, maybe like a year. But like, I only probably give myself probably like um, about two days, two two days or something like that. Talk to my family, and then you know. They're like pick yourself up and like let's let's get let's get to work. <laughs> You're a smart dude. Yeah. You follow what's going on out there as far as sports is concerned. From an injury perspective, uh-huh. if you look to see, hey, maybe 
this guy in the National Football League has had a parallel path as far as going back to college because you're talking about a couple I, ACLs and then an Achilles. I, I think I tried to look at Frank Gore one time, and then I was like, there's no one else. There's no one like me. There's no one. No, absolutely no one that I know of. There's never been anybody. Um, no one. Absolutely no one. There's never been anybody who's had – and, I mean, I've, I've been blessed to meet a lot of great people to help me physically get back to where I need to be. But, like, I mean, maybe, I, maybe I'm – I'm overdoing it, but I, I can't name any athlete that's had what I've had and just been able to come back and come back better each time. So I don't know who to follow. What were your expectations following the Achilles? You signed with well, the it, Jets, and then the Achilles happens, and yeah. then uh, people are wondering, hey, what do you I'm, – I'm wondering the same thing. I'm like, yo, like I did everything right. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, of course, I was, I was feeling a little something, but I'm like – that was, I think that's why it was like, come like, I finally get my op. Like, I did everything right. I trained really hard. Da, 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 da. Oh, woe was me. And then it's just like, bam. So even with that, it's just like, pick yourself off the pavement and keep going. That's it. You know, there's, no, there's nothing else between. You were having an unbelievable camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, but. So, so you go to Green Bay, that yeah. happens. Yeah. What was that process like for you to get back to what you did last year? Because I don't think people give you enough credit for what you did. If you just look pure statistically last I, I don't year. Think, but I don't think it matters. Um, you know, every time you go out there in that field, it, it's not fair or not what. And, I mean, I didn't see it like that. I was like, yo, I need to be, I need to go out there and be balling. I mean, but I did talk to my mom after the season. She was like, yo, what you did – she was like, just to be able to be out there, she was like, you you did fine, son. And I was like, I, I took, you know, I take part in that. And I was like, I was real happy about that part. Like, cause I, you know, I put a lot of pressure on myself and it was like, I didn't, I didn't see it as that, but that process was horrible. I mean, physically, mentally, just not being yourself and then trying to figure it out. Cause it's like, it's not only an injury, it's then it's like, you ain't play football in like two years. Right. Cause it's just like, you know, I haven't I hadn't had a game, not two years, but like, I think it was like, I think it was like I played play for my last game for the Bengals, missed the whole season, then you got a whole off season, and you just don't have football. So it's just like you're constantly trying to get the body back right, and then you're trying to get the, the scheme right, and you're trying to you know, get used to a helmet and stuff like that. So it's just like it was a lot, but, I mean, it only made me stronger. It's only going to make me stronger. It's only going to make me a better man. You know, One day it's going to make me a great father, all the stuff that I've been through. So I'm blessed. How unique was that rehab compared to anything that you've experienced before? It was the hardest thing you ever do because it's like it's like taking your superpower away from you because you can't train through it. Mm. You have to. It's a season of patience, and even throughout this past season, it was a season of, season of patience because you got to get through like the growing pains and and things of that nature. So it's just it's it's really really tough when you can't when you're helpless and to be a helpless part like helpless for anybody is like you know like I can't control things that I can't control or like, you know, I can't work this thing. Cause if I could work this thing to death, I wouldn't go to sleep. Right. But just, it just uh, time and just being consistent and day in, day out and just trying to do your best. So that's what I did, you know, um, and I'm here now and I'm smiling. <laughs> so seven sacks in your first year back, 24 quarterback hits, 51 pressures, those 51 pressures fourth in the national football league pressure rate. Um, you're hard on yourself. What did you think about what you endured and 
what you were able to accomplish as far as that first year? Like I said, it's two different things. I don't feel like I did well based off of what my expectations. I have so many high expectations for myself. But based off of what really I did extremely what, – what actually happened, I did extremely well for the situation. Like I told you, I was talking to my mom, like, after the season. She just – you know, she 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 allowed me to, you know, not beat myself up because, you know, I just, you got to be – because when you're in that mode, you have to. You're in the, the most competitive field in the world, and you have to be. You, yeah. have, to, you have to be your big, biggest critic, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I've been in the NFL, and I've seen stuff, and coaches would – you know, not, not saying this about my coach, but – Coaches be like, won't say stuff to guys, and guys think stuff is okay. Like, nah, like, your piss got to be hot, like, at all times. Like, because this is – everybody wants this job, and I'm blessed to just to have it. So, um, yeah, so I'm really, really hard on myself, you know. Can you speak to that as far as your relationship with your mom? Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, I think about my relationship with mm-hmm. my mother and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, in those times mm-hmm. when, hey – it might be a gray day mm-hmm. like yeah. that's so important yeah i mean she's she's very much in that same like go get her mindset she's like on tons of businesses hair salons real estate um been on been on tv tons of times recently you know she's just she's just a monster you know so i mean so she's but she also knows how to like she does a better job of being able to chill and just be like relaxed and it's okay, like, you're going to be fine, like, you, that type of deal. So, I mean, it's that's that's where I get, like, you know, um, that, that that chill, you know what I'm saying? Like, she, like, that that fine balance and looking at her and, you know, knowing when to not be stressed and when to be stressed is, that's a good resource for me, you know, it's talking to her. So that's our relationship. How much do you love the game? How much do you love your craft? Because if people, I wish they had an opportunity to come out here at One Judge Drive and watch you at practice because – Oftentimes, the defensive line might be working on their own stuff, and you're always doing something. Yeah, cause, I mean, it's just fun. I mean, like, I can get better at something. Like, I think um, I never, I'm, I'm never at work. Like, I'm never like I, I'm, I'm doing this for free. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have, I really do love this. Like, I'm not like, there's never a day like when I get in the building. It's just like that. I feel like I'm at work. You know, so it's easy to just go, you know, it's kind of like almost like playing a video game. I love playing Madden because you have attributes and you can work on yourself. Same concept when I get here. It's just like, all right. And then it's like, all right, well, you don't have these tools to do this. I'm like, well, can I work at it? And like, if I can, if it's in the realm of something I could do, I'm like, yo, let's, let's see if I can get this thing done. So that's just how I think about it, you know. What, what makes for a great pass rusher? The ability to, I think the ability to finish. This is what something that's just, I've just been working on for like my whole career. And I'm not going to stop until I get it. I think the ability to finish, that's what, but get off, get off is the first fundamental for a yeah. great pass rusher. And then I think the ability to finish in whatever regard, whether it's off the speed to power or, or off the edge, I think those are the two things that make for a great pass rusher. What do you do in the off season? Not just, okay, like you said, you have a hard time shutting it off, but as far as approaching the craft away from here because you're getting coached up here. But the one thing that if you follow anything as far as social media is concerned, like you're in there, you're in the lab. Yeah. I'm just like trying to just find, always trying to find something to improve on it. And like I said, I love, I love this. So I like, I want to be a part of something like, you know, I don't plan on retiring for like a long, long time, maybe like, like after like 35, but like I, I love football enough. Like 
I am, I'm in the lab. I'm watching, trying to see stuff that I can add to my game to make myself better. If it's in the realm of something I can do. And I just, I just love watching the game. I love watching different people. Like I, I can see why scouts are scouts. Cause they just, they just love picking at people's cause they love football too. So, um, yeah, I just, I just love everything about the game and just, you know, um, a lot of stuff that we do in trading is just like understanding movement, uh, movement coach that right. I have in, uh, Tony Villani down there and like, you know, seeing how that translates, like how um, receivers and defensive ends are damn near the same and defensive backs and offensive tackles are very, very similar. Right. Um, because one is an attacking mindset, you know, like a defensive end. We know where we're going, we're approaching. And then defensive backs and offensive tackles and often like they're moving backwards and they have to, if they get out of position, you know, they have to, um, you know, stay in position to, to play well. So it's just it's just cool. I love everything about the game. Why are you able to do it? Why are you able to be successful? Because if you go back and look at the scouting reports coming out, and you know this, everybody talks about pass rushers all the time and talking about length. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, get off. Get off, and I, I've or, um, probably, yeah, I've, I've, I've top three power in the NFL. Um, so that's probably, I think those are my, those are my attributes that I, you know, I want to, add on to and then I want to add all the stuff that I don't have uh, and make that really really good and that, I think that makes you into a, a great player so that's what I've been striving for each and every year of my career maximizing the talents that I do have get off and and explosive power and then um and then maximizing the stuff that I might be lacking on who are the best pass rushers in the National Football League right now uh I mean the guys that got the most sacks consistently each and every year I mean you know Garrett for one, um, Bosa, um, Parsons, you know, um, TJ Watt, um, you know, the guys who are consistently, you know, getting those double digit sacks uh, uh, each and every year. I mean, Hassan Reddick has, has done it, you know, I mean, um, shout out to him. Um, Trey Henderson has done it consistently. Um, those double digit sack guys, um, you know, it's, it's, and it's really fun to see those guys too. That's why, that's another reason why I'm motivated because it's like, you the NFL is really one of those places where you can you the, the narrative about you can change in a heartbeat in a heartbeat right and people can doubt you and and things like that and I, and I look back to it and I was like this is one of the biggest motivations I've seen I remember and I'll, I'll, I'll forever look into this I remember in 2000 I think 18 I think the the Bucks played um Pittsburgh and then Joey Porter came on and was talking about how you know T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree were blah, blah, blah. They, we need pass rushers. We need this. We need that. It is. It was so fun to see the ascension of Bud Dupree the following year, and it's so fun to see the ascension of T.J. Watt because I was in that division. Right. To see how much better they got as players, and they didn't, you know, talk about like, you know, oh my coach said this about me. Da -da 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 -da. I'm like. The one dude went and changed himself as being considered just an athlete and then had a 10-sack season the following year in Bud Dupree, and one dude's on the way to the Hall of Fame. Yes. <laughs> so it doesn't matter who talks about you. It doesn't matter who says anything about you. It's just like the narrative can change like that. It's what you do. It doesn't matter what they say. It's, it's how you respond. And those two responded. And I, I don't want to give them too credit because I was a Bengal for a long time in Pittsburgh. <laughs> but I was I was so like, you know, I'm like, I'm not where I want to be, but like there's the op to get there. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, that's, that's it. I can, I can visually see that. I visually watch that happen. So it was really cool, you know? Jets fans, we're in our final push and the clock is ticking. WinBet is giving you a golden opportunity to win VIP prizes for the 2023 season. 
The Winbet Green Room is the most exclusive space at the stadium with all-inclusive food and beverage, lower-level seats, and appearances by Jets legends and celebrities. New Jersey customers, all you need to do is wager at least $100 on Winbet Sportsbook or Casino. For New York customers, all you need to do is wager at least $100 on Winbet's Sportsbook. The best part? You get an entry for every $100 you wager. What do you think's next for you? To keep getting better. That's it. That's I mean to get the best version of myself. I'm not and you know, I'm not stopping until like, you know, until like the op is not there. I have an opportunity. I'm just gonna keep taking advantage of it. You know, the, the op. I have the op. That's it. And take advantage of the op. And so I'm gonna keep getting better. I'm gonna get the best version of myself and I'm gonna keep working. What do you th- what do you think about this group of defensive ends here? I think we got a, a lot of like-minded people like myself, man. Um, a lot of, and it's like, you know, like what is, and that's that's another cool thing is like, when you got a room such full of talented guys, like how do you not elevate? Yeah. How do you not get better? It's like, no offense to like, you know, anybody who I was with in Cincinnati, you know, those are my OGs, but there was nobody like, you know, just like straight, like I came in kind of like when Michael Johnson and Carlos was kind of like very different style pass rushers. They were six, seven, a lot of batted balls that are like there's never been no like get off type rushers that I've been in a room with or different styles like with JFM and and and, and Bryce and um Jermaine and now we got Will who's bending and I'm not saying I'm a copy everything that they do but like I get to see it I get to see the body mechanics I get to be pushed by that you know what I'm saying so I'm like there's only way to one thing that can happen you you elevate right that's it because you've got a room full of dogs so so word association let's play a little bit yeah. of that JFM. You're very unique and limber and strong for his size. His foot quickness is ridiculous for how big he is, and he's he, he does things effortlessly, and he he um is very powerful, you know. Jermaine Johnson. Very long, very technical. He's stronger than what he looks like. Um, very very fast. Um, yeah, I, I like Jermaine. He's very he's like a, a very like technical technical rusher he can do a lot of good things and he uses length he's kind of similar to like um i see a lighter version of of cam jordan hmm. yeah a very very a lighter version of cam i saw him today coming over to you while you were getting mm-hmm. in your stance and working mm-hmm. on a couple of things and he was getting in your ear how about bryce huff explosive speed and power um bend bend um violence um, <laughs> just like almost like so, like a bomb went off. He's uh he's I wanted to say like he's like a little bit. He's kind of similar to like Mathis, but like not as not as bendy as Mathis, but like as far as like twitched up, he's kind of like Everson. So he's like he's very unique in like what I've seen on tape. Like, but just like don't just I'm just I'm taking off. Like, <laughs> hey, I don't hear nothing else. I'm like I'm get like I'm that's it. Like so. Um, that's kind of like what I see for Bryce. How about Michael Clements? A force. Um, very, very violent. You know, you know, the word violence is coming. That's, I think that's what they drafted here. Like violence. Yeah. That, uh, he can, he, and he, he did a lot in camp. He can play inside really, really well. He, he did a lot. And he just, I mean, he just didn't get the op, but he was, he was really, really well. He had a mean cross top in camp. He can get off. He can penetrate. Um, and he can run as fast as the wind. I mean, his—I don't know what his combine forty time is, which is different. But his strides and his length—he's very high cut. Um, 
effort, violent efforts, uh, violent and effort. He's got a mean cross chop. Yeah, I mean, there's not really somebody I, w- I would compare him to. Mike is Mike, um, but yeah, that's kind of what I see for him. Yeah, uh, Albrick has talked about that and yeah. using his versatility. And yeah, he, uh, he, he his like up. I remember in camp I was watching him and I was like, he could play inside. Like he was he 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 was winning really really fast too. Um, so yeah. How about the rookie Will McDonald? Very, 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 very bendy. Um, just like, you know, just touching the ground, just from what I've seen on, in the drills. He's very, very relaxed, and I feel like, because I feel like he's he ha- he doesn't, he's not very, and not very entitled to much, and he, he's going to let, he, he see, even when he's stressed, he's not stressed. He's like, man, I got to get this right. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here freaking out. Like, man, I need to get it. He's very, very chill. You know what I'm saying? He's very, very, and that's his, and I think I think his interview is smooth as fast. That's, that's accentuate what, what, what he does well is smooth, fast, you know, very, very like. He like he out here shaking like day day from Friday like he's he's you see him jumping over cars and stuff yeah I saw that he's smooth man and, um so I mean that's kind of what he what he is that's even his personality he's just very 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 chill but he's not like a lack of urgency I don't want to say that but it's just letting life come to him and that's kind of how I see what his pass rushes is like I'm just gonna touch the ground and just bend and come around the corner you know that's kind of like you know I'm, and I do it effortlessly so that's kind of what I see for him. Um, and as far as comparing them to pass rushers, I feel like there's been guys that um, there was. I mean, he's not real, real well named known, but like we had a guy here a couple, like a year ago. His name was Tim, Tim Ward. Yeah, he's probably like you know a more a stouter version, a more and a more football aware version of Tim. Okay, so, you know so. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. That's what I see. You are so insanely competitive, and you're talking about... So a lot of these guys having like mindsets as you. What's it like if you see a guy because you have, whether it's in your room now or not the defensive line room, but inside the locker room or back in Cincinnati or back at Auburn, who does not have the same drive? How do you approach that? Uh, at first I had the mindset of just leave that guy alone and stuff like that. But I think I was like, I hope I don't not. I was talking to one of my coaches here, and he was telling me, he was like, you can't have that mindset towards people. Um, and it was a valuable lesson because he was like, you don't know what people are going on throughout their life. You right. don't know what they have. Because um, I was like, man, because this is when I was in that woe is me type deal. It was like, man, I've been through so much. Da, 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 da. Like, if this guy doesn't care, why should I care about him? And I had to take a step back when I was talking to this coach, and he was like, yo, you don't know what people have going on in their life. Mm. You don't know what's going on in their daily day today stuff. And so to so when I see that, I'm just like, first figure out what's going on in that person's life and then try to get him on the right path or get him on the same wave and you know and, and then help that person maximize his talents. Cause if we're all better, you know, the team is better and we all get the accolades. 
And it's just better just to be a good overall human being just to help society grow. So when I see that, I want to first ask, what's going on in your life, you know, to make your job first, football, not your main priority or not have that mindset and not take advantage of the op that you were given? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what, what what's going on that – you know, that's, that's causing you not to be like that. And then a lot of times if you get to actually sit there and talk to people and understand them, um, you will be able to help guide them to, to, to take an appreciation for something that's very, that they love to do and is, uh, and is very, um, is very flimsy because we could lose this game at any time. So I kind I think that's kind of like my answer as opposed to being like, Man, forget this dude. It's like, let me try to understand this person first because they're they're in this building for a reason. There's there was at some point like either they love football or they want to provide for their family. Right. So what's taking you away from that? Yeah. You know, so that's kinda um yeah, that's kinda how I think about it. Uh Robert De Niro was in a movie called Bronx Tale. He said the, the his character at one point in that movie said there's nothing worse than wasted talent. Yeah. I kind of think that is the way your approach is to everything that you yeah. are going to maximize everything you got. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. That's, and that's what I'm saying. I'm getting better at doing that. Cause a lot of times you tell yourself that, but then you really, really, really life. Like um, when life hits you hard, that that's when you really know that you're not, you know, when you, if you think about quitting, that's when you know you're not doing enough. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's, that's kind of, but do you, do you ever quit? I've gotten I've gotten close and all I, one time and like that was like a year I didn't quit but it was like the first time I was like obviously this wasn't meant for me and I was as I said I gave myself that two or three gap and that's that's all faith in God that's all that's the, he was like he wouldn't let me quit that but that was the one time that I was like I'm not quit but like yo like I've done everything I could do what's going on like maybe this just wasn't meant for me I got over like I told you I got them two or three days and like yeah. hey let's let's get to the suffering <laughs> like you know but it is what it is. What can this defense be? You saw the strides you guys. I think took. I think the sky's the limit. You just got to keep uh, adding on to each and every single day. Each and every single day, just keep working, keep getting better. And we're already way ahead of where we we were last year. Every place, you know, there's there's stuff, but we just got to be consistent. And we got to like our coach was talking about today, just like the little things. Um, you know, those those we could be good all the way up until and then those small details, like we had something maybe in, in two minutes we didn't take care of. Right. And that's that's the difference. Those six inches, finding those six inches in our game, and that's when our defense can realize our potential when we get those turnovers that, you know, um those those things. Those things. How much know? do you appreciate what's going on in the back end? You saw Sauce Gardner come in, take the NFL by storm last year. DJ oh. Reed, <clears throat> rightfully so, getting a lot of credit. For scary uh, hours, scary yeah. hours, scary <laughs> hours. I mean, when you got it on all on, on all three levels, and then you, hey, let's bring it. Hey, let's let's throw a Hall of Fame quarterback in there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, uh, scary hours. So I don't want to say you know put, but besides this year, I'm putting expectations on myself. Um, I'm a, but I'm I'm gonna leave everything else. This you know we just gotta keep working. You know we got the groundwork. We just gotta keep working. Rogers, mm -hmm. what has he been like just in the brief moments he've had on the field? And also, what's he like as a guy, as a teammate? Um, I mean, yeah, I've every time I've met him, he's just been like one of those like calm but confident. You know, I, when I played in my rookie year, I'm like, I'm like sacked him like four times. It's my breaking out party. 
We're up by 21 points in the fourth quarter. And I'm looking at him. He's like, 58. He's got his little chin strap halfway off. Yep. I, I knocked it off my first play. Took his helmet off. I was like, I thought I was going to flag. But he's like, in the fourth quarter, he looks at me from across the field. He's like, 58. Calm down. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? Calm down. Like, we're up. And I've been sacking you all game. I'm like, what are you talking about? Sure enough, 21 points in the fourth quarter. Comes back and beats us. That's that's a that's a dude, man. That's a that's a dude. Like you not there's no pressure on you in the fourth quarter after you got sacked this many times and you come back twenty one points. Uh, <laughs> yeah, did you remind him of that? Uh, the, I don't know what I need to tell him for. He's probably he he does it like no, I know, know he does it all the time. But just uh, do uh, I remind? Uh, I don't know. I don't I don't sit there and remind him. He reminds me to calm down in Green Bay. He's like. Calm down. He's like, 58, calm down. So the last three times I've seen him, he's always like, 58, calm down. When I saw him the other day, he's like, hey, 58, calm down. I'm like, oh, so he does. He remembers yeah, that This has been four different times. I'm just like, <sighs> he's about to out here uh, sling the ball around like he's passing out uh, poker cards <laughs> like, uh, or whatever. <laughs> so all right, I just know what it is. Every time I see him, I'm just like, oh, here we go. Man, I love what you just said downstairs. You said they approached you about a contract renegotiation and you said I feel like hey I can take less now and I'm gonna make more down the line you yeah I, it's not even about like it's not even really about like money like that it's like I, I plan on playing a really really long time and if people give me ops which I think I'll you know I'll cause I'm gonna get better and better and better and better and better and better and better I'm gonna get those ops to play so I mean it's not really a you know um yeah, of course I'm a I'm a prideful person, but I mean like I'm more sensible than anything. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it, it wasn't really it's not it wasn't really a, a phase to me. It was more so like um, it didn't phase me much. I just wish it was like so I could focus on my training. That it was just done a little bit earlier. That's it. That's the only that's the only thing. That's it. Like literally. And then I'm, I plan on playing a long time. It's like like I have a lot of money. Like and I'm I don't I haven't even really spent it. Yeah. The only thing I'm spending on is just making sure my family's straight, you know. So it wasn't really a as big a hysteria as it was. I'm like, I'm getting calls from my grandpa like early in the off season, like, "Yo, are you talking about this?" I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I mean, I guess grandpa. Like, what do you want me to? What do you want me to say? It's not that, but I, but I guess in the social media world, it's like a big thing. So I gotta get. I guess I gotta be more, more aware. Of like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It's some mass hysteria. I'm just like, just come talk to me. Like, yo, get this done. We need a quarterback. Especially Rodgers, like, you know. but I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want to get into it. I, I love. I rather just be in the the football, the true purely football side of things, not like money and contracts and all that other stuff. What did it mean to you when Robert said he was asked at the league meetings in Arizona this year? Hey, what do you see? What do you envision Carl's future being with the roster? Because at that time, a lot of people were talking about, well, hey, maybe he's a cap casualty. And Robert said, clear as day that as long as Carl can walk. Pass rushers don't grow on trees. He is not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess that's what it is. What it is. I mean, like, I don't. I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't really understand like why it needed to get the hysteria. I and mean, like, I guess it's just for people to talk about I just, to get to that point. And if it, you know, and if they, you know, they, <laughs> I don't want to say this. Like, I want to be here. If they if they never wanted me here, like I would, there would never be like a major gripe. Cause I mean, like just be transparent, and then you know, like like I said, they gave me an opportunity of a lifetime. I got the op, like to provide for my family, and to play. 
that's all I've ever wanted, you know what I'm saying, to be a starter in, like, in a, a big market. So, like, I would never even be mad. It's just like, you know, I didn't do well enough at that time, and just I get another op to play and just prove myself. That's why I said the beauty of this league, the, the narrative about you can change in a heartbeat. Yes. So, yeah, so that's kind of where I was coming from on that. It was just like, you know, I, I have an op. That's it. Have you allowed yourself to think about what it would be like? You talked about playing in this market to potentially play in the postseason. Oh, For we're going to play in the postseason. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to be big. Like, it's like we like we all in. Like, there ain't no, there ain't no, ain't no option. Like, this, this is it. Like, it's kind of like do or die. Like, you know, like, I'm and I'm going to speak for everybody on this because that's what – when you make big moves like this, that's what it is. Like, it is – like we're gonna be in the postseason. Like I'm speaking it. Like it ain't no, cause that's, cause ain't no. Oh well, you know. That's an expectation. That is the expectation. Do do you what? How do you feel? That's that's why you make moves like this, right? Right. It is what it is. So it's just like, saddle up. We're on a boat together. <laughs> like hey, hey, if it if it crashes, we're gonna crash together. But we're gonna succeed. So. <laughs> well, and we know one thing about you. Y you. Yeah, you like, are going to strive to get there, or you're gonna die trying. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like it's like like I'm saying, like it ain't no. There's no other options. Like he's like, I don't think he went and did his. What is it? What is his? I was hearing about it. The I don't think Rogers went and did his his trip to be like. Um, oh, the darkness retreat. The darkness retreat. I don't think he's in the darkness. Like man, let's not go to the post postseason. I'm pretty sure he was like, we gotta do, what we gotta do. We trying to get the Super Bowl. So I mean, like, hey, all right, Captain, we're in the boat with you. Let's go. And let's end here. Uh, we talked about this in the past. Yeah. How much can the home crowd help you? You got nine home games this year. Mm -hmm. Got a lot of prime time games. Mm -hmm. As far as where you coming off that edge and disruption is concerned, mm -hmm. how much do you feed off of that and playing here? Please get loud. Uh, you, it, it, it is such a big advantage when you have the the crowd noise. And, and, you know, also, like, if you get booze in the crowd, that's, that goes against, you know, um, the team as well. So, like, the fans, you're, you guys are so important. If I could put a message out there, like, you know, the stadium and being able to use that to our advantage is, is extremely important. Carl, it's always fun catching up. Oh, thank you. Uh, you have done incredible things throughout your career, and if anybody's betting against you now, I mean, God bless them. It is what it is. I mean helps you get better so yeah thanks man appreciate fun. appreciate it Did you catch season three of This is Digital? Season three of This is Digital goes behind the scenes to reveal how digital trends show up in everyday decisions and actions, including digital lessons from the EV revolution and the chief digital officer's role in disruption and culture, featuring guests like Ekta Chopra of Elf Beauty and Tyson Jomini of J.D. Power. Do you have a digital mindset? Find out by checking out the latest and greatest on season three of This is Digital and learn more at westmonroe.com. Turns out, a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit mrsmyers.com today.